You are now listening to the Black Girl Nerds Podcast. Welcome to the Black Girl Nerds Podcast. This is Angelica. I am your host and joining me is my co-host Ryan. Say hey, Ryan. Hello. We back. We back and we're here to cover Power, episode two, titled Whose Side Are You On? Um, so and I still right, don't know the answer to that. We still don't know. Um, I feel like the <laughs> consensus online has been Team Tommy. Yeah, I did see I a lot did. of that. Yeah, I did see a lot of that. Um, you know, a, much like his family, people are turning on Ghost. Um, oh yeah, in, <laughs> in favor of Tommy. So, I mean, I, you know, it's crazy because I really don't have. What's how do I explain this? Like, I really don't care what happens to Ghost. To be honest with you, like I'm like mm, right, right, right. I can see that. Yeah, that's why I don't have a side. Because to be mm. honest. Tommy to me has done some things that I'm side eyeing like I didn't think he would do it like I knew mm-hmm. he was all out for like he's about that life and he's gonna do what he's gotta do you know to keep his product moving right, but right. it's some decisions where I was like you know like with his girl his girlfriend in the past I, mm-hmm. it was just some things where I was just like I didn't think he was gonna go that far like it kind of revealed right. some things about his character so to me right. and like and I, I feel exactly like you about Ghost but I don't really know so that's why I'm like in the middle I don't really know who I want to see at the end I mean, I if I was like gun to the head, no pun intended. Um, if I had to, if I had to make a choice between Ghost and Tommy, I, I'd go with Tommy. Even though, like morally, you I mean, know. they're both bad, technically are considered bad people. Tommy's more of like enjoying doing stuff like this, but I mean, he's just more of a he's more of an intriguing character to me. I think I have more that invested is true. in like, him. I'm very disappointed how One Note Ghost is, is being yeah. right now. Like, I need something dramatic. So that is my one thing about this show. If I could change something like majorly, that'd be my one thing because I don't get it. I'm like, what does he have to go through for him to stop being the same like One Note that yeah, he's been? He, ghost is kind of boring. Like all the things that go around him are exciting, but Ghost himself kind of right. bores me. Right. <laughs> it's like, dude, you got to change. Like, you know, we season six. I want something dramatic. Like, I want something different. You know, instead of him just saying like, oh, well, I want to go clean and I don't want to be about this life anymore. Yeah. And I feel like a big part of what drove Ghost was Angela. And now that that part of the plot has been taken away, essentially, like their love affair. It's like, like, what is Ghost about? He's not in the drug right. game anymore. Like, yeah. what? It's like nothing. It's still like it's like you really notice how one note he is because there's nobody else adding anything to it. And I'm like, yeah. I wonder if the writers have a plan for that. Like if they're thinking about it, I don't know. Yeah, he falls kind of flat for me, despite all the stuff that he has going on. Him as a character, I just is. Ugh. He's like, eh. Uh. <laughs> well, let's talk about his uh, in this episode. I know you're gonna break it down for us. Yeah, he's, uh, but Tommy, Tommy is always captivating. So that's that's why I'm officially at this point. 
Um, I'm just gonna go with Team Tommy, even though I have nothing against Ghost. I just don't really care what happens. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm I'm be devil's advocate and ride it for a little bit longer. I'm gonna okay. say that I'm in the middle. I'll still say I'm Team Tasha. I give it like okay. a couple more episodes, for I definitely have to be like, mm, Ghost, I'm side eye you hardcore. Right. Well, you know whose team I'm definitely <laughs> not on. I'm not on Team Keisha, and maybe Ooh. I'm just a hater. <laughs> but hey, Keisha, out. Okay. Maybe I'm just being a hater, but I just have not been liking. No, Keisha I feel much. like you know some things, Angelica, that you need to share with me and the listeners, because I feel like you got this inside scoop that's gonna make us all disappointed in Keisha. No, By I just don't like done. her. <laughs> I just don't like her. <laughs> I like that. You, I like that. You just keep it simple. No, just yeah, I don't, I don't like her. It's good. I just don't like her, and and that's okay. Um, I love oh, yeah. Lala Anthony. It's, I um, just I just feel like the way you delivering it to us right now, it just feel like you got a like a scoop. But I can I can ride with that though. You just don't like her. We can we can ride with that. She's just not my cup of tea. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, we so we opened up this episode. Um with ghosts essentially creeping around you know hoodie ghosts and and, and <laughs> he's he's at his best he's sneaking around um and actually he's actually not at his best he's kind of upset i mean he's watching tommy's uh bullet riddled mustang being towed away i mean in his mind he just killed his best friend um so he's visibly upset and once again showing a lot more emotion about the death of tommy than the death of of uh, his daughter so yeah i'm like mm, still not understanding right still not understanding so um so he's you know he's sitting there you know watering up and um he's actually there for a reason he wasn't just there to scope out the scene he's actually there to pay jason some blood money um he's you know he's basically paying jason uh for the inconvenience of killing off his distro tommy uh and uh jason that's a smart man right there jason knows that tommy is alive right but he's still taking payment from ghosts you know blood money for killing tommy and not only that Ghost has to pay him a hundred thousand bi-weekly in order for Jason like, not to kill him. Do we realize that the the bank of ghosts is getting very slim here? I'm just Ooh. wondering, like, when is that going to come to a head? Yeah, Jason basically finessed him. I wish I had his job to be honest. Like, can you imagine get your paycheck every two weeks is a hundred k? Like, that's right. pretty nice, right? Uh, or I'm, a, you know, like, so if you know, I'm going to kill you. So how about you pay me bi-weekly? That's the only two options you got basically so basically you know either you pay up bi-weekly my hundred thou or i'm gonna kill you myself and i'm like i'm just like yeah i'm just like this guy's position in effect and tommy and ghost make me mad that they are so at each other's throats they're not saying what this dude's doing yeah the whole episode i just kept thinking why are they not paying attention why because their their eyes on their eye was on each other, not necessarily what Jason is doing. Yeah, you Jason know? is about to blow some stuff up. I cannot right. wait till this episode happens. Yeah, Jason's over here in this IV tower, just playing everybody like a little puppet. So smart man, smart businessman, right? Um, so this the next scene that we see is probably one of my favorite scenes of the entire series. <laughs> Um, Tommy gets into a fight with an Uber driver. <laughs> the best. Can he just take Ubers this whole series, this whole season? I love that. If he just I took Ubers everywhere. Um, so yeah, so the so he yells at the Uber driver for taking like I guess like a turnpike. He's like, who takes the you know? The, I'm, I don't think it's the Holland. I forget, but he was like, who takes that turnpike this time of day? <laughs> I'm I'm giving you one star, and the guy's like, 
F you, Eminem. <laughs> right? I love how they keep comparing him to Eminem, by the way. That is the most hilarious thing to me. It is hilarious. And he's like, you know what? I'm giving you zero stars. And he's like, F you, Marshall. And he like drives <laughs> off. And I was like, I love that. I need more arguments with Uber drivers. Yeah. And um, I mean, Tommy has to get around. He doesn't have his, his beloved Mustang. So he has to go around by uber and he actually calls Tariq. Tariq set it up and that's how you know how old tommy is that he doesn't know how to work an app <laughs> on his phone <laughs> so he calls Tariq, and he's just like i need you to give this guy negative stars and Tariq's like uh, uncle tommy why do you need to uber anyway because at this point Tariq is in the dark about everything that's been going down yeah and he's just like don't worry about it you know just just give give that give homeboy negative stars so i thought that was kind of funny um so after he gets off the phone Tariq's goofy goofy behind roommate walks in with (laughs) another student and he's like yo you know he wants some drugs or can you hook us up and Tariq, he learned one thing from canaan you do not get yourself involved you don't touch nothing he told a dude to leave like i'm not about to be a direct connect for you no so he tells his roommate he's like if you want to you know if you want to bring people around they have to go through you so he essentially recruited like a little preppy quarter boy (laughs) right like well and i can't now see yours is keisha monastereek I really have an issue. Yeah, I really have an issue with him. But I will give him, you don't need, you know, don't sell drugs, kids. You know, I but oh. I will give him props for how he finagled the situation. Because I didn't think, <laughs> I actually didn't think he picked up that many skills to be able to do that. I mean, I know he was watching like Kanan and stuff like that. But I didn't mm-hmm. think he would know like, well, hey, I can't get caught. You know what? These people come in here. The Black Girl Nerds podcast will return in just a moment. You know what I love? my cats. I love Coco and Carmelita and how they like to wake me up in the morning. You know what I don't love? Cleaning up Carmelita and Coco's litter box, which is why Arm & Hammer created new cloud control litter. There's no cloud of nasties when I scoop. It is 100% dust free, free of heavy perfumes, and helps reduce airborne dander from scooping. So what happens in the litter box? Days in the litter box. New cloud control cat litter by Arm and Hammer. More power to you. Exactly. I'm gonna get caught if they come directly to my room, but if they go through my roommate and I don't touch anything, all I touch is the money that comes back to me, man, I'm good. So I mean he was begging for ghosts to teach him the mother effing game, but apparently he's learning that all on his own. So Right. I'm just like, I don't know where this handbook is, but this thing's getting passed around. Right, exactly. Good jobs. And, you know, he even gives his boy a cut. He's like, uh, you know, sell this, sell it for 30 bucks a pop. You get to keep 10, bring me back, you know, bring me back the money. We good. So I was like, okay, young boy. All right. Looks like you learned. Right. I was like, got the accounting books out and stuff. I was like, what is going yeah, on? So they're doing a pretty good job. Uh, so the next scene, um, ghost busting on Proctor and he begs him for an alibi. Or Proctor. 
And I think I tweeted like, yo, they be handing out alibis like hugs around here. Like it's just so easy. <laughs> you did. That was amazing. That was an amazing line. Yeah. They just like, oh, okay, I need you to lie about this, but I mean I might need 10 more alibis yeah, after that. So be ready. Just like calm down on the alibis. But it turns out Proctor can't give him an alibi because he was with the new director, the US attorney. I found out his name. It's Jacob Warren. So he was at the <laughs> Yeah. So he was at the ballet with his daughter and Warren approached him. Um, so he actually can't alibi him. So he asked Ghost, like, you know, ask Tasha. And Ghost is like, uh-uh, I can't ask Tasha. Tasha is out the picture. So he kind of asked him. He was like, okay, well, did anyone else witness this? You know, as far as Tommy's murder. And um, yeah, and he actually drops a bomb that he needs an alibi because he killed Tommy. Um, and Proctor's just like, uh, okay, so did anyone see this? And Ghost is like, no, just other criminals. So we're good. So Parker's like, ah, no big deal. We can figure this out. Um, so he advises him not to go to Angela's wedding. Like, okay, you know, we can figure this one out, but I'm begging you, do not show up to Angela's wedding. And Ghost is like, of course I'm going. That's my girl. And then he's like, okay, well, at least bring Tasha. And he's like, I told you, Tasha is not involved. Like, Tasha is not part of the picture anymore. And he tells him, like, I'm actually on my way to my divorce arbitration. And, okay, so, you know, I have a little bit of legal experience. And that, oh, that just, I was just like, are you serious? First of all, it takes a minute to get a divorce underway and to get all the paperwork together and to get everything set up for an arbitration. And if we look at the timeline on this series, it's been maybe two or three days if that, I'm right. going to say two. I'm being generous for three days. So how? Yeah, I think, yeah. I yeah. feel like, so basically, uh, the day after Angela died, Tasha walked up on him and told him, I want a divorce. And then, like, maybe the next day, he killed Tommy. So we're talking two or three days to get a divorce arbitration in place and to have him served. I'm just like, there's no way. But whatever. It's television. Right. So we'll run with it. Um, <laughs> and it and it <laughs> turns out Proctor is also being served. Uh, they get a knock at the door and Proctor is being served. Uh, he has to sh- show up to court because his ex-cokehead wife apparently is petitioning for custody of their daughter. So they're... Yep. So wrong yeah. later down in the episode. Yeah, so, so they're wrong. both going to be in court or arbitration (laughs) very very soon (laughs) um so next we see tommy he's with his crew and he tells them this is my favorite scene this was my it was actually pretty funny so he tells them that um technically he's dead um so they have to kind of keep it on the low (laughs) and then uh spanky's like whoa don't tell me you're a zombie because usually when that goes down (laughs) the person with the biggest brain you know is the one that gets got first and then uh, Two Bits like, well, I guess that counts you out. So then two, uh, Spanky's like, well, excuse me, what you get on your SATs? He was like, twenty two seventy five. <laughs> and then Spanky was like, damn, what? <laughs> so, I just the fact that you got a room of drug dealers talking about their SAT, SAT scores, the best thing to me. Right, was just the best thing to me. I was like, no, they did not just break from our action for the. I was just dying so hard. <laughs> and they start calling calling two, but you know, twenty two seventy five. Um, so but, so Tommy doesn't tell them who's <laughs> responsible for his supposed death. He just tells his crew like, keep it on the low. Someone's out to get me. And the big boy, you know, he tells the big boy like, come on, I need a ride. So then two bit with his right. thirsty behind it's like well can I come <laughs> and Tommy's like no <laughs> so they start to like argue with each other and Spanky's like calm down 2275 use your words 
<laughs> so they work it out. Two bit has to do whatever he's supposed to do, and, and big boy goes with uh, Tommy, um, gives him a ride somewhere. So that that was actually a pretty funny scene. So uh, I am definitely anytime two bit Spanky and Tommy are in a room together, you can expect some laughs. Um, yep. So yeah. So. Next, we see this this new task force with my other least favorite person, Blanca Rodriguez. Um, and she's uh, basically her and Jerry, the FBI agent that works in the U.S. Attorney's Office. Um, they go to question Tasha on Terry's disappearance. And they're only supposed to talk about Terry's disappearance. But of course, Blanca can't help herself. Um, and Blanca pushes way too hard. You know, she's insinuates that something sinister is happening that essentially Tasha is responsible for Terry's disappearance. And then she brings up Angela's death. And Tasha's like, okay, I gotta go. Um, I don't even know why you're questioning me about Terry. Uh, I'm not going to tell you anything about what we talked about. That kind of defeats the purpose of client, you know, uh, lawyer confidentiality, client privilege. So uh, bye. Have a good day. Closes the door on Blanca. And Jerry's like, I told you not to bring up nothing else but but Terry Silver. Like, Jerry's like, what are you doing? Like, you're overdoing it. Um, and then Blanca pushes it further. And she's like, you know, I know she's responsible for both incidents. We need to put a tail on her. And Jerry's like, Warren's not going to authorize that. Find another way. Um, so, you know, they go about their business. And next we see Paz packing up Angela's office. Um, and Sax, another person I can't stand, walks in. Yeah, when he enters a room, I'm like, oh, this man. guy. You know, he's gonna ask about five favors. He can't. He can't um, commit exactly. to. Exactly. So you know, he tells he tells Paz that uh, I'm sorry, but um, Angela's benefits have been put on hold. And this, these are the benefits that are essentially going to pay for Angela's funeral. Uh, so Paz is like, wait, what, what? did you even arrest Jamie yet? And he's just like, yeah, the autopsy's going to come back in a couple days. And, you know, because of your sister's allegiances, you know, the government has to sort some things out before we release her benefits. So Paz rightfully gets pissed off. Like, I allowed you to cut up my sister's body so that you could arrest ghosts. And now you're telling me her quote unquote allegiance to him is causing her benefits from coming in. I can't even pay for her funeral. And Sex's like, eh, don't worry about it. It'll work itself out. So she's just like, you know what, boy, get out of here. Um, right. I mean, you feel bad for Paz, but she definitely has her eyes on ghosts and she kind of needs to look at the bigger picture. Her sister isn't quite as innocent as she thought she was. And yeah. yeah and I was kind of surprised because I remember Angela called her out a couple times, but I guess that was just about the part of you. You're with the married guy. I guess that's what right. that's about. Cause I thought she knew a little bit about what was going down and was trying to tell Angela, you know, the whole time, like, hey, you need to step back from this. I think, I don't think she knew the extent of what, I don't think she had any idea that Ghost was a drug dealer. I do think she mm. knew that he was a hood guy <laughs> and he was married. Right, right, And it was right. a bad idea yeah. for her sister to be involved with him, considering that she's a U.S. attorney or assistant U.S. attorney. So I think right. that's where Paz is just like, uh, but I mean, she knew to a degree what was going on with Jamie because of all the news coverage about him. So... Yeah. So yeah. 
So I guess I just kind of glossed over that Angela never really, you know, which is good, I guess, for pause, because I guess she would be dealing with a lot more now, right. I guess. But I guess I never thought about the fact that they didn't kind of sit down sister to sister and she actually knew exact everything, you know, Angela was into. Yeah, I don't think Angela would tell her that just for the fact that the less you know, the safer you are. So I think right, all pause right. knew of of ghosts is what she heard and what she saw on the news. And it's like, okay, you're with this supposed drug lord. Uh, it's not a good look, sis, and he's married. Um, but yeah, his his dirty laundry basically came out when he was arrested uh, a, cu- a couple seasons mm. ago. So yeah, Paz is not a fan. Uh, <laughs> so next, right? <laughs> so next we go to the 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 very swift arbitration. Um, go <laughs> Ghost and Tasha are in arbitration um, with their lawyers, and there's a judge presiding over them or a mediator and um ghost has apparently has an iron clan prenups tasha is not entitled to any of his assets if she is the one that initiates their divorce well tasha thinks she found a loophole in this um she had a forensic accountant who basically found a lot of ghosts secret accounts so she's like because you mm. weren't honest about what you had i feel as though i'm entitled to these assets but the judge kind of points out like i mean you could try but technically according to this prenup agreement you're not entitled to anything um and and (laughs) tasha also decides to go by her um her her maiden name which is green so tasha green um so after court there you know tasha's pissed off and ghost is just like the person with the worst timing. You literally told right. your ex, your your soon to be ex wife, she's not entitled to any money. But hey, can you do me a favor and show up to my mistress's funeral with me? Like, <laughs> boy, what? He, this guy, like, <laughs> right? I'm like, what world is he living in? A, a, a complete and total narcissist. That one. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's like, you know, it, you know, it's just the girl I had on the side. But let's get. Let's do this, you know. Just and then he kind of like, like thinly threatens her. He's just like, you know, when people find out, you know, we got to keep up appearances because if people find out that you also are working with Angela, you're going to be at the top of the suspect list. So you might want to come along. Yeah, I was like, you're really selling your case here. (laughs) There's so many reasons why she needs to go stand beside you. Right, they all have their hands dirty. So Tasha agrees. And she's like, all right, I'll do this for you. But you have to promise me something. You cannot go after Tommy. And Ghost is just like, yeah, I got you. Like, well, Tommy's already dead in his mind. So it's just like, so you're giving her promises on something that you know is a lie. So good good old Ghost. Um, (laughs) I just, we just need a, we just need a list of lies he's told Tasha. Like, just go ahead and like map about like Jesus. Mm. That and, 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 and favors that he had no business asking her all that <laughs> right right but oh she can't break she can't break up the marriage though she can't she's not entitled to anything so i mean if i were tasha i would just make his life miserable until he forced a divorce uh- <laughs> right That's what I, yeah exactly i would do something because there's he does not deserve that mm-hmm. at all but you know someone else is is on his case um so sax actually has another scheme to somehow get at ghosts um he asked proctor's ex-wife to put a bug in proctor's home via their daughter's backpack and his wife is just like uh ex-wife is like well how exactly can i do that when i don't even see my daughter and he's like oh well don't you have a custody you know hearing in place tomorrow i could be there i could help you and she's like f you I could lure you underneath the table. 
what I need is a recommendation from the U.S. Attorney's Office because I have an interview with a private law firm. So they agree to the terms, and he gives her this pretty cool unicorn keychain um, <laughs> to put on uh, their daughter's backpack to spy on Proctor, and hopefully Proctor implicates himself, and in 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 doing so, implicates Ghost. Um, so yeah, Poor diabolical Parker. that that man is. Uh, and his wife, his ex wife, just turned up a level to me. Like I didn't even really pay attention. Like when she was coming like mm-hmm. in and out of some of the other yeah. seasons, I wasn't even paying attention. She just turned up like she was on the radar for this episode. I was like, oh my god! Yeah, I kind of forgot because all I really saw her as was a drug addict. Apparently, she you know was an up and coming right. lawyer just like Proctor. And what took her out the game was drugs. Um, and now she's clean, she's sober, and she's doing what she can to get her daughter back. Um, I do think she does care about her daughter, but I also think she wants to stick it to Proctor. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, and that's a horrible. That is a horrible. I feel like that's a bad mindset for mm-hmm. him. You know, for her to have that. You know, for her to be in that mindset, like I'm coming after you, and I'm gonna get my daughter back. Like, yeah. I don't know, Proctor better, Proctor better yeah, watch toxic out. Toxic couple there, toxic couple. <laughs> Um, yeah. So Tommy gets home and he tells Keisha, like, okay, everything is good. Business is as usual. You got rid of the murder weapon. We're good now. So then Keisha's like, okay, but what about Ghost? And he uh, he's like, well, I don't know if I could kill Ghost. I really can't do that to Tasha and the kids. And then I'm just like, wait, you can't kill Ghost, but didn't you try to kill him last season? Like, I'm confused. <laughs> but I didn't even think about that. That's out of his mind. You know, he had to yeah, block it out. I'm just like, okay, Tommy. And then he's like, I, you know, I can't do that to Tasha and the kids. And then Ta- Akisha's is another ridiculous line. And she's like, <laughs> oh yeah, well, well, Ghost didn't think about what your death would do to me in cash. I'm like, first of all, I, yeah, with your netline, that I was, was rough. Like, I don't know why she threw that one I'm in like, there. First of all, y'all just started dating. Second of all, cash has not been around in six seasons. We are just now seeing his face, and <laughs> like y'all are, no, you didn't. The six seasons, <laughs> like y'all are not family. Like your 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 relationship is nothing like what Tasha, Ghost, and their kids have. They were an actual family. Y'all yeah. just started out. Like why would even why would Ghost even consider you? Like you just got here. So I was just like, girl, you really think highly of yourself. I was like, do do Cash and Tommy even interact? Like we see a little bit, but I was like, what? What is she talking about? Like, he right ain't now? step daddy just yet. Like we just saw Cash. Like one episode ago i was just like that was that she's stupid anyways uh <laughs> i'm like she she's like the side chick to me that just thinks way too highly of themselves and now she's been upgraded to the main chick so she's feeling herself and i'm just like calm down keisha like y'all just started talking relax like yes yeah she she is yeah she's a little heavy right uh, now so <laughs> um <laughs> so you know there's a knock on the door and once again, Keisha, oh, oh, she's freaking out like, girl, you have a peephole. Look through the peephole first before you start freaking out. She dismisses Cash. She makes him go in her room. She's all like nervous. She answers the door because she thinks it's the police. It's not the police. It's Tasha. Well, she's just, you know, and, you know, Tasha's like, hey, Tommy. And Keisha's like, girl, I meant what I said. I don't want you at my crib. And she like slams the door in her face. And you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I was just like, 
okay, guess they're really not really. And then Tommy's like, why'd you do Keisha? Or like, I mean, why'd you do Tasha like that? She's like, f her. She's not my friend. She's like my friend when she needs something. I want you to stop talking to St. Patrick's. Like, we're done with them, and I'm done with this conversation. So then he's like, okay, well, let's talk about the magical white powdered called cocaine. <laughs> and she's like. I'm not trying to talk about drugs tonight, Tommy. Good night. I'm out. Um, and so she walks away and obviously Tasha's texting Tommy like, what the F? Like, what was that about? And he's just like, yeah, she tripping. I'll meet you tomorrow. <laughs> so I like how they always have these texts between like Tommy mm-hmm. and Tasha about uh, Keisha. Like, I like how they're always like, well, let me check in with that person to see if she's always like this. Or what can Man. I do? I just think that's yeah, pretty funny. So yeah, Tommy's kind of in hot water, but um, we actually, you know, we actually see the next scene where ghosts is for once trying to be honest I would say 85% honest with Tariq. Um, he, right. you know, he shows up to his dorm and he, he tells Tariq that, um, that Tommy's dead. And obviously Tariq knows Tommy isn't dead. And he tells him that, you know, he killed Tommy because Angela, because Tommy killed Angela. But honestly, Tommy was aiming for him. So Tariq is like, well, why was he aiming for you? And he lies and acts like he doesn't know. He's like, I don't know. Just, you know, some things, things change. Like, come on, ghost. Like, if you're being this honest, go all the way. Tell your son that you kind of, you know, finessed uh, Tommy into killing his own father. And that's why he's this. Right. At this point, Tariq is not about, you know, sh- you can't, you're not protecting him anymore. You know, like we're way past that stage. So if you're going to tell it, you're going to start it. Just go ahead and finish the whole yeah, story. Don't tell half truths. Tariq is just like, okay, dad, you know, like it, he kind of plays it off. Like he's upset and he just wants to be alone. So ghost leaves and he's like, I just wanted to let you know myself. Um, and then Tariq sneaking behind. As soon as ghost leaves, he calls Tommy <laughs> and he's just like, yeah, ghost was here. He told me he killed you. And then Tommy's like, Oh, good looking out. And um, so he, at, you know, he was like, Hey, were you really aiming for my dad when you killed Angela? And at least Tommy was honest. And Tommy's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was aiming for your dad. So he's just like, all right, well, if you decide to take a shot at him, hit me up first. And I was like, a word? That's what we doing now? <laughs> <laughs> I was also like, yeah, right. Tommy's not doing yeah, it. So, um, I mean, I feel like he was, he would give him a heads up, but I don't think he wants to let. I don't think he would. I think they all just lie a lot. Like, you know, lie a lot to each other because they think they're protecting in some weird fashion. But- but I think he would do it and then try to figure out how to tell Yeah, Tariq. absolutely. Because he owes him that much. Um, but he's yeah. just like, yeah, I got you. Um, and so after he hangs up, um, his roommate comes walking in. And I'm going to skip that around a little bit because Tariq had a little bit of a subplot this episode. We're just going to knock that out the way. Um so mm-hmm. t- his roommate comes in and he's like, hey, you know, business is booming. We about to be rich. And he's like, boy, we go to the school. We're already rich. What are you talking about? And he's like, I'm talking, we're going to be diddy rich. <laughs> and he's just like, okay, but what's up? So he's like, yeah, this girl wants to talk to you. She fine, but you got to meet with her or she's going <laughs> to snitch. Well, Tariq is like, all right, I'll go talk to her. So he goes, talks to the girl. Her name is Effie. She's one of the few black students at Chode 
academy or whatever the place is called um and Mm. you know she tells them like you're giving us a bad name like we're one of the only black people in this school and you're living up to the stereotype of being a drug dealer you're gonna make it hot for everybody in here you need to stop or i'm gonna snitch on you and Tariq has learned something from the book of ghosts <laughs> from the book of Canaan. He <laughs> manipulates this girl and he basically tells her like, Hey, I know you're here on a, on a scholarship. I know you don't have a lot of money. You're probably, you know, we're doing schoolwork on a busted laptop. That's probably not going to get you through graduation. How about you work for me since you're so smart and you know, you can make some money. Homegirl plays it off like she's not interested. She's like, man, whatever. And then later on in the episode, we find out that she decides to join him on his team. Because she's like, you know what? If I'm on your team, you're never going to get caught. I get some money out of this. And we get to preserve our reputation. So I'm in. So is she the baby Tasha? Yeah. Like, if we get future spinoff <laughs> or something, we got the baby right, Tasha going. She's the baby Tasha. I guess he's a baby ghost. And I guess his roommate will be Tommy, but he ain't built for this lifestyle. I think his only <laughs> qualification is that he's white. But yeah, she's like a Yeah, yeah. We got yeah. This Tommy will be trying to get out. We'll be trying to go to the good side. <laughs> yeah, so she's like a little baby Tasha. Um, so yeah, looking I mean, I actually am interested to see how this plays out now that he got you know someone like his mom on his side yeah that yeah that was interesting because i really thought she was legit was gonna be that girl that's like i don't understand what you're doing you need to stop but then again i was like girl why are you like you know like i mean obviously what he's doing is wrong but why would she be that Mm -hmm. invested and like hey you know, we need to talk. Why are you doing this? You know, so I, I like the way they took that story because I was a little iffy at first. I was like, what does that have to do with, you know, the plot? Like, why would she be that that interesting? Right. And I like how you said iffy because her name is Effie. <laughs> uh, look, I play on words, Angelica. <laughs> yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how Effie and, and Tariq work together at this prestigious school. Um. So next we see uh, Councilman Tate. And ghost, oh. you know, yeah, a little shorty. <laughs> Another press conference that I cannot say. So, yeah, a little shorty. Yeah, so I like they're that. getting ready for this press conference. You know, it's being held at truth. And Tate warns ghost, like, I don't need any of your mess. You know, did you kill Angela? He's like, Angela was the love of my life. I would never. So he's just like, all right, I just don't want any of your mess messing <laughs> up my bid for governor. You know, I worked, I locked myself in my office for 18 hours for this speech. I don't want no problems. Feel me? And it's like, you know, Tay's a little bit of a thug, apparently. So, you know. Right, right. Apparently. And I'm like, Tate is ghost, so just get your life exactly. prepared. So, um, they end up having the press conference. Everything goes well until there's, like, bitter constituent barges in. Uh, because, you know, Tate acts like he's, like, a man of the people when really he's an opportunist. And he's just like, you know, I'm here right. for my people. You know, I grew up in the streets. Da, da, da. So, home, you know, this guy walks in <laughs> and he's like, wait a second. You claim you're a man of the people, but I I'm from your neighborhood and I've been unemployed for 10 months. So what are you going to do about that? And on top of that, you working with this drug dealer, this kingpin over here. And, you know, and and all you did was give him a better, a bigger place to, to, you know, do his dirt, which he was referring to truth. Um, so Jamie kind of smooths it over. He kind of j- hijacks 
Tate's uh, speech kind of Kanye's it. And he's just like, yeah, well, <laughs> I grew up in the streets, but I've risen above that. And, you know, Councilman Tate and I want to make this a better place. And that's why I was with him in his office for 18 hours working on the speech with him. <laughs> yeah, the look on Tate's face was hilarious when he dropped Ugh. that line. He could not stand it. He was like, I just need to be anywhere else but this right, right. Tate's pissed. Um, and so later on in the episode, uh, you know, actually Tate threatens Ghost and he's like, I told you not to do that mess. You don't listen. Um, Ghost is like... <laughs> but see, I don't know why he was so mad because that's one of the, the better things Jamie has done. Because I think he smoothed it over rather well than his usual, like, he blows up the whole party and just But my out. thing is, Tate's pissed off because jamie goes basically took his shine so that's why he's mad um and you know later you see him in his office and he actually tracks down old boy and he tells him like yeah you from the around the way i want you to get close to ghosts i want you to spy on him so tate's assistant is seeing all this and he's like are you serious like this is how you want to play it like i don't agree with this and he was just like okay well then you know i could fire you you know i could do whatever i want and then dude was like you don't want to do that because i know way too much information about you and tate's like yep that's like oh yeah beats him up in his office Yeah, the dude was like, like the gasp of air, and then like hearing Tate continue to talk. I was like, oh, oh he my a gangster. Gosh. I just right, like I, you know, usually I like Lorenz mm-hmm. Tate in this. Mm, I don't know. I don't know if I'm feeling this this uh, councilman role for him. He's he's a thug. He a thug. So he basically tells. I don't know if I like thug Lorenz Tate though. Like I'm usually seeing, I'm used to him being a good guy, some halfway good yeah, guy. Like, um, good you guy. sure about that? <laughs> I mean, I I like it, you know. So he he beats old boy up, and he's like, "Do what you want to, all right." But you know what? I'm gonna go to a funeral. <laughs> you you need to work late. I catch you on the other side. Toughen up. So it's like, oh, okay. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Do you have to beat the assistant though? That's all. Yeah, intimidate him. Um, <laughs> so this next thing I also enjoyed a lot. So Tasha and Tommy, you know, they're doing their usual thing. They're sitting in a car talking, um, and you know, she they're they're, they're discussing Tariq, and she's kind of surprised that Tariq is taking sides. Um, you know, Tommy tells her to recall me and told me to give him a heads up. If you know, I plan on taking out ghosts. Um, and she's like, I told that boy not to take sides, but she kind of thinks it over. And she's like, you know what? Me and ghosts are getting a divorce. Um, and you know, I'm, I'm trying to get this money from him, but we have this prenup and I'm not entitled to any of his money and I don't know what to do. And Tommy's like, you know what? If you ever knew anything, I got you. And she's like, Thanks, but you, you know, you, you know, damn well, Keisha is not gonna let that happen. Um, yeah, but she's yeah. like, but if Ghost is dead, the kids and I will be his beneficiaries, you know, like we would have access to that. Yeah, and I, I just saw Tommy like kind of running with that in his head, like he was really thinking about that. Right, everybody's turning against Ghost. So Tommy's like, So what are you saying? She's like, Well, I don't know what I'm saying. And as they're talking, Keisha starts blowing up his phone for the third time that day. And she's like, You need to answer that. And he's like, Eh, huh. he sends her the voicemail. So he basically kind kind of starts confiding in her he's like you know what Keisha eh, she's not built for this life like you know the other day last night when you you knocked on the door she thought you were the police I don't think she's ready to ride out with me like that so no Tasha tells him Keisha's a tough girl and you know if you spoil her if you give her the world 
she'll ride for you. So apparently bribery is the way to get to Keisha's heart, to get her, get her to be down. Um, and I love the part where like, t- you know, they usually always smoke in the car together. I remember when I, inter- when I interviewed yeah. Justice Accord, he said like him and Tasha, they, you know, they, it, they like to smoke an L in a car, listen to music. So he starts to light up and she's like, Tommy, you can't do that in here. It turns out they're car shopping. <laughs> right. I love that zoom out from the camera because you couldn't tell where they were before. Like you thought they were just randomly, you know, just sitting in the car on the side of the road. Like they always do. He's like, oh, I forgot. Yeah, <laughs> that, yeah that was hilarious. That yeah, was pretty funny. Awesome. So we're going to jump ahead a little bit, kind of wrap up this Keisha Tommy scenario. So uh later on <laughs> he comes home and he bought Keisha a new bag. So at first she's like, Oh, thank you, babe. But she looks at it and she was like, How did you know to buy this bag? Because the only person that knows that I wanted this bag is Tasha. You've been talking to her. That's why you've been out all day. That's why you ain't answering my calls. How'd you know, Tommy? And he's just like, that was perfect. Can I just say that was perfect how you just played mm-hmm. that whole scene? Because that's exactly how she just went in. Like, I was just like, okay, well, first she was looking at the bag. Why did she just go left mm-hmm. real quick? You've been talking with that, that B, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So he's just like, okay, like, all right. But this, you know, to be honest, there's only certain things I can talk to Tasha about that I can't talk about with you. So she, she kind of, uh, she kind of uh, uses her feminine wiles on him. And she's like, okay, well, you could talk to me about anything. And they started to kissing. And she's just like, you know, just, I was like, can he, can he, know? So she tells him like, I want you to teach me the game essentially. And I'm keeping the bag and you need to stay away from Tasha. And I mean, you can't really say that all that mm-hmm. thickness in front of you. So <laughs> he agrees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was, he was mm-hmm. a goner. He was a goner. He was just going to admit to anything. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so uh, next we see Paz. She's going through Angela's things. Um, and she finds Angela's burner phone and she's just like, come on, Angela. Cause she sees only the one number that's not saved. It's just a number. Mm-hmm. She assumes it's ghost. So she texts, she texts the number. She tells, you know, she's like, Jamie, I need to meet with you. You need to, you owe this much to my sister. So the text message comes back where? So apparently they make arrangements to meet. So the next day, you know, Paz goes out to appear and she meets with none other than Tasha. And she's just like, uh, where's Ghost? She's like, I don't know. I was so excited this was Tasha. I was so excited about that. Because I literally thought Paz was going to be sucked into that same, like, uh, life mm-hmm. as Angela. Like, I literally thought she was going to go down this bad path. You know, you know, obviously her, for her sister, want revenge right, so bad. Right, right. That I thought she was gonna go down it, but I was so excited to see that it was Tasha because Tasha has her way of like working right, with finesse people. people. So you know, she tells yeah. Pa, she's like, "I don't know why you thought it was ghosts. <laughs> you hit my phone," um, and she tells her like, "Well, I, you know, I didn't believe that." you know what Angela said that 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 you were cool with her and, and ghosts but you know here you are and she's like you know me and Angela had an understanding we were we kind of had a partnership and uh Paz threatens to turn the phone in um and Tasha points out like you know me ghost and Angela all work together to keep each other out of jail so that might not be the best idea and she offers to help Paz she's like just let me know if there's anything that me and my family can do for you and she's like your family like that just angers her all over again she's like that's it I'm going to police she's like that's fine go to the police but you see this phone right here my phone I have every single one of Angela's text messages every single one of her voicemails so you can go ahead and go to the police but I'll 
ensure that your sister's reputation is ruined, essentially, if this ever gets out there. But, and then, so, so this kind of gets Paz's attention. She's just like, but why would she do that? Like, I don't understand. And Tasha's like, your sister didn't always make the best decisions. I hope that doesn't run in the family. She's like, if you help me, I will make sure your her secret is safe with me. And with that, she leaves. <laughs> and I was like, okay, Vanessa. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, she played that one well. I was like, so why doesn't Ghost pay attention to her? Like, mm, I Ghost is not the smartest either. Um, so she texts Tommy and she's like, hey, did you know Paz from around the way? I need you to do some damage control. Um, so as she's walking away, here come Blanca like a disease. <laughs> Pops up on her. And tells her, like, oh, I think it's so convenient how you said you met, you know, Terry at his office, but both your cell phones pinged off of his apartment. Hmm, how is that? And I want to say, <laughs> just from me listening to podcasts like Serial and, you know, catching up on the Montaigne case, yeah. we know that t- cell phone towers don't count no more. <laughs> they don't mean nothing. I'm like, you suck, Blanca. You don't know what you're talking about. That's just a way to get people to confess. Um, so, <laughs> right, free, free Adnan. Um, anyways, so, so yeah, so you know, Tasha. At this point, I mean, what what does she have to lose in telling the truth? And she's like, okay, you caught me. All right, I was, I had an affair with Terry. I'm a married woman. I didn't want to, you know, put my business out there. Happy, and um. No, Blanca is not happy. That's not, not Blanca. Blanca. So Blanca's like, okay, well, let's say I believe your story. Who else has any motive in killing Terry? And that's when a light bulb goes off in Tasha's head. And then we cut to something else. <laughs> so it's just like, so I, I mean, I doubt that Tasha told Blanca, but in her mind, she's like, oh my God, Ghost did have something to do with this. Um, yeah, yeah. So the next we see... Yeah, Blanca just gonna continue to be mad. I think it's gonna be a minute before she find out anything. Uh, I just can't stand Blanca. I really want to know what her motivations are. I mean, because this this is not just somebody that wants to do the right thing. There's something right, just like you right. know how Sax obviously Sax is going after this because he hated Angela for basically taking his promotion away, and he thinks by going yeah. after Ghost, he's gonna position himself in in this place of power. So you see his motivation, which is at at um ambition. But what exactly is mm-hmm. Blanca's motivation? Cause she's way too invested in this. Yeah. And I'm really scared to know that like knowing this show, I'm kind of scared to know. I what feel her like she's somebody's is. relative or something that goes killed. Yeah, I'm afraid it's gonna be, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm afraid it's gonna be. And it's like and somehow it's gonna be we can point another finger at ghosts. I haven't figured out how yet. But I just feel like somehow it could go back to him because exactly. he usually does. I'm not sure what's going on, but Blanca definitely has some type of personal gain for for pursuing this case. Um, mm. But next we see uh, w- this is basically right after the press conference. So Ghost is you know waiting outside of of Truth. He's on his phone. I don't know what he's, he's just standing out there, and Tommy sees him. He has his eye on him, and he picks up his phone. He starts to text Tariq. And then he decides not to text him. And then he just, you know, he aims for ghosts. He plans on shooting. And the Serbs get him. He gets got by the Serbs. <laughs> they take him, yep. put him in a van, present him before Jason. And Jason, the king of Finesser, Finesser basically tells him, you are no longer authorized to kill ghosts. It will bring too much heat onto our organization. And and then Tommy's like, well, you told me to fight back. And if I don't kill him, he going to kill me. Like, what do you want me to do? So Jason's <laughs> like, 
all right, well, I can offer you some security for a price. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. He this guy has the biggest people. Like, even though Ghost has his issues, he's still good at the drug game that he wants mm-hmm. to get out of. And to have the two biggest players under your roof and have them going to get, you know, have them paying you. They're fighting against each other. Like the way this dude is playing this, I can't, I just, I can't believe it. I cannot wait to see how this is. Exactly. I was just like, this dude is getting, he's basically getting paid by both of these guys so that they don't kill each other. Like, yeah. And to me, that was like the number one thing, like season one, to me, that was the number one thing they wanted Mm -hmm. to prevent. Like they wanted to be at the top and they are letting this guy like play all kind of puppet exactly. strings. Exactly. So I thought it was pretty, pretty impressive on, on Jason's part that he got Ghost and Tommy paying him to protect them. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm scared yeah, of Jason. Definitely. So he offers him up security and he tells, he tells Tommy, you're going to pay for your security and you're going to make sure that you handle business. If you're late on anyone on anything in relates in you know relation to my products, I will kill you myself. <laughs> or no, he didn't say that. He said I will let ghosts kill you. <laughs> He's like, don't be late on the shipment, or your protection is off, and I'm gonna let ghosts get at you. All right. So I was just like, okay. So so next yep. we see another finesse, Tasha. Um, she confronts Ghost about Terry <laughs> and he basically admits to killing him. You know, she's like, You better hope, you know, there weren't any security cameras there. And he was just like, You better hope there weren't any security cameras there. And I was like, Come on. So he basically admits it. And she's like, You know what? I can't believe you did this to me. Terry was my future. And then Ghost hits her with a low blow. And he was like, Terry wasn't your future any more than Sean was. Ooh. I was like, come on now. Come on. Did you have to go there? Right. And for it? those that are a, a little, you know, foggy, Sean is Kanan's son who worked as Ghost Driver. And Tasha had an affair with him and would have ran away with him. But Kanan killed Sean. Uh, kill, <laughs> so Why? that there, there went her happy ending. And she actually didn't know about what happened to Sean for a really long time. So... Yeah, so now she has another lover that was killed, supposedly. We we never saw Terry's body, so he could be somewhere, but I don't know. Um, <laughs> and, I, and actually, before this, didn't he... I was going to go back to the part that before she even... Before he even rose a fact about Terry and Sean, the fact that he tried to lock her out of coming up there uh, got me too. <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah, he's like, how'd you get up here? You're not on the list. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was like, no, he didn't. Yeah. I mean, he got locked out before, but I felt like that was more deserving than what yeah, he just did definitely. Um, So she tells him, she's like, you know what? I'm over this. I'm tired of this. You don't want me to snitch on you? You need to pay up. And he's like, Tasha, I can't take care of you right now. I got to pay the Serbs. Like I, I got everything I have is going to the Serbs. And she's like, that sounds like a personal problem to me. Right. I'm like, she's supposed to care about that like, because um so she leaves and he's like, Get out of my house. This ain't your home anymore. <laughs> uh, you know, he can't <laughs> afford it, but he kicks her out and he's like, Get out of here, Tasha. But yeah, I got you. Um and so next we go to Angela's funeral. Um, you know, it's it's very sad. Everybody's there, all the people from the US attorney's office, Tamika's there, Paz is, you know, crying over her sister. Um, I mean, it's a heartbreaking mm-hmm. scene. I, I've been to funerals, especially with people like um, my great grandfather was in the army. So, you know, they, you know, folded up the flag and gave his flag to my great grandmother. So like that guy was like, oh, like that gets you. And you know, 
Yeah, yeah, that whole that scene was very was emotional, emotional yeah. right? So you're watching it, and you're just like, you know, everyone's mourning, mourning Angel's death, and you know, Tasha's there, you know, Ghost is there, everybody's there, and they get another unexpected guest. Oh, even even Angela's old, you know, old booty call homeboy uh, from DC <laughs> is there. So everybody's there, <laughs> um, and then there's another unexpected guest, and it is Tommy. Tommy shows up and has the audacity to go to pause and say, like, is there anything I can do for you? Just let me know. You know, I remember the hand on the shoulder. It's the same dude that killed her. You're talking about, yeah, girl, I got you in case. Like, you, if Paz knew that she was shaking the hand of the man that killed her sister, ooh, Paz. She would have lost it like right, right there, there on site. And then I love like the stare off that Tommy and Ghost have. It was <laughs> yes, that it, was the best. It reminded me. Best. I think I also tweeted it. It reminded me of Diddy. Diddy stare off with that guy that that went viral on the on um you know the guy in the big fur coat. <laughs> They're just staring at each other back and forth. Yeah, yeah, I can't think of his name, but I yeah, think it reminded yeah. me of that. And then Ghost is like, "Oh my God, Tommy's dead." Tasha was like. Yeah, I've been new this ghost. So it's like ghost is just ain't getting no love out and yeah, that was a perfect line from Tasha. Let me just get her some yes. kudos on that. Like I just love that line. Cause she you could tell she was waiting for her moment. Like he has literally been tearing her apart, like just blow well, after like, blow. Yeah, I've been new this. <laughs> Where you been? Uh <laughs> Queen Petty. Definitely Team Tasha on this episode. Yeah. So, um, you know, next we see kind of a, a montage of essentially new beginnings. Tasha gets a new home with Yaz with the money that, you know, Ghost gave her. And first of all, where has Yaz been? How was she walking? <laughs> right. I was like, I like how we seeing these kids, you know, in this season just come up. Like, you know, we've seen her before, but it's like, like you said, she's walking. Talking. Like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, she, you know, she on this show, she almost grown. I'm just saying, like, it was clever on their part. They kind of set us up for that, though. When um, back at the arbitration, after arbitration, when she was talking to Ghost, and she's like, "I need this money for my kids," you know, and Yaz is growing like a weed. Like she was, they were basically preparing (laughs) us for seeing Yaz as a ten year old. Even though last time we saw her, she was like two. So I I, I thought that was interesting. I was like, how many seasons are right. um, And, you know, Tommy's teaching Keisha the game. He's you now helping her look at their territories. And he's like, and, you know, she she thinks she cute. She's like, okay, the Toros are out here on the corner of 5th and 2nd. She's like, I told you I could learn. I'm like, shut up, Keisha. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, man. Um, no, I love it. I love these Keisha rants. <laughs> we got more episodes of these. Like, everybody just be prepared. We got more episodes of this Keisha rants. Rant. Sorry, Sweet, Keisha rants. Be prepared rant. for the Keisha rants. She, I just be on the smacker. Like, shut up, Keisha. Yeah, yeah she, I'm t- I will admit now, I was trying, I'm trying to give, I'm still trying to give Keisha the benefit of the doubt, but I will admit she has some smackable moments uh, in this episode. Because I didn't understand. I was like, where are some of these lines coming yeah, from? Yeah, they're, I don't know. I, I, she just get on my daggone nerves. I'm like, just go somewhere, Keisha. <laughs> um, and Tariq, yeah. 
Yeah, she did. She did need to go she somewhere. Did. Tariq, you know, got his team assembled. Um, and then Ghost actually ends up having a conversation with Jason. And Jason tells him, like, all right, I'm giving you the authorization to kill Tommy. But but here's the price. If you kill Tommy, you have to replace him as my distro. And I was like, here we go. When are you going to let yep. Ghost out the game? <laughs> like... Ghost just need to give it up. Yeah, you ain't getting game. game. Just give it up. Unless you unless you go around with your hoodie, your get got hoodie, and just start to get you go yeah, everybody. Your list, the people. You ain't getting right. out the game. Right. You ain't, you ain't getting game. out the game. Um, in the very last scene, this is someone we haven't seen in a long time. Dre, played by Ro Timmy. Dre is, you know, doing pushes in the living room, <laughs> watching the coverage. Uh Dre Dre disappoints <laughs> me. I was waiting. When you told me, when you told me, have you met Dre yet? I was waiting. Like I was mm. getting ready for it. I was like, oh, and then I like what I saw at the beginning. You know, I was like, oh, okay, I'm gonna like Dre. I'm just gonna mm-hmm. be good. Nope, nope, because he is not who he is when you first meet. He's like always got something. Yeah, else but he's kind of scary at the same time. So it's like he a thug, but then he gets scared easily. Um, and you know, <laughs> I, we all hated Dre. I think it was like season three when he was basically plotting against everybody, and like you couldn't even go on with Timmy's Instagram, and people were like, I hate you, Dre. <laughs> <laughs> yeah because he is so wrong it's just yeah. so wrong like because and then you expect like his level of gangster where he was at you expected yeah. more like i expected more than what yeah, he, he turned, turned into. into a punk um but i do have a soft spot for timmy because i mean fun fact he kind of favors uh my daughter's dad a lot <laughs> He look everyone always oh, everyone okay. always says he looks like Rotimi. He's like a tall oh well he's taller, but he's like a taller version of Rotimi. So I'd be like, oh i have been talking to him, I'd be like, Rob, there go, you know, there go your, your twin. He'd just be like, Shut up. I don't know now like him. I'm like, yes, you do. He's like, I don't, I don't want that. I don't want that. He's like, I don't want that. He's see he looked at Twitter too. He, he don't want that. that it's like he don't want them problems. But yeah, so yeah, he don't so want basically problems. Jerry comes in, I guess to the safe house, and he tells um um, Dre that he's going to he's going to have to move him again because tomorrow he has to testify against Alicia Jimenez in court and then he'll never see New York again and then we see uh, yep. you know the camera closes in on Dre's scared face and <laughs> that's the end of the episode <laughs> um, so yeah Oh man! Oh, I like how they had um. I think it's called "All Roads Lead Home." The song they were playing. I think I heard it in a um because I'm a huge Fast and Furious fan. I think it was a Fast and Furious, but don't quote me. It might have been a, some one of their uh, movies, but I really like. I don't know. I just like the way it blended with the scenes they were you're showing. You're good too. at this. See, you're really good. Like you talk about me being good at this. You're good at catching up to these musical cues because I I kind of don't pay attention to them because I just I just kind of get engrossed in the story. But I think maybe that's your audio engineering background kicking in. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's something about because it just caught me because and then it made me like right now want to be like, oh, mm. I know I heard this. I know where this goes from, but I couldn't figure out what it was doing. But because and then I was impressed with them doing that because. You know, I would have think they would do like a 50 cent song right, or something, right. you know, to throw, but I was impressed with them changing up well, a little bit. Well, 50 cent need not be involved at all <laughs> in this. Yeah, apparently, apparently, that's what they're thinking. Apparently, they're with you, Angelica. Because I was so stuff. irritated. You know, you know, Sunday morning when I was watching the episode and This Is a Big Rich Town was not sung by Joe. And I was like, excuse me, <laughs> Fawfy. Well, yeah, I meant to, man, I know I meant to ask you something to get it up. That's what I meant to ask you. I was wondering if the second episode brought no. you around. That's what I should have started. No, the excuse me, Fofty. I thought we asked for Joe. <laughs> Stop bringing on Trey. And actually, Trey's song is about sick of us because he wrote on. <laughs> I bet he is. I bet he is. Boy, I bet they are lighting him up. 
it wasn't his idea. It was fifties, but he basically said he wants to smack the the crap out of anyone that asks him about the power theme song ever again. <laughs> but you know what? You did this to yourself, Trey Trigger. Nobody told you to put the trigger on this one. You should have said no. <laughs> Left Joe on. Um, man, poor, poor Trey songs. And I've been defending him, and I usually don't. I be leaving Trey songs at the drop, but I felt so bad for him because I know people were eating, were eating him up about this song. I, I think if this was Trey song originally, I think it would have been fine. Yeah, but the fact is, Joe's you know take on this song is iconic, and it, it's just you just mm-hmm. you just basically when you think of power, the first thing that comes to mind is the theme song, the opening line. Do you say this is a big rich town? Like that's what you think of in 50s verse yeah. and everything. And the fact that they just switched it up on us, I mean I'm probably gonna go into another rant about this. It's just not cool. And no one's on board with it except for you, Ryan. So I need you to jump shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's just me. It's just me out here by myself. And I laugh, like I physically laugh every time the song <laughs> come on. Because I know you thinking like why why right now I just know you're already thinking that like I'm just going to excuse you because you know you just you know you you start you actually binge all five seasons of Power so you know we could discuss this podcast we can get into so maybe you're not as nostalgic as the rest of us that have been watching for the last six years (laughs) where it's like every Power Sunday you wake up and like you would turn on the TV and you'd be like hey this this is a big rich style it is okay. Also, I got something else, and y'all might come after me for this. Don't get dragged by Black Twitter, okay. Ryan. But I, I, okay, okay, no, okay, I can't take. Okay, this is my thing about the theme song. I cannot take the length of this <gasps> theme song. I can't take it. I can't take. I'm like, I needed to go. I don't know. Like, I'm just like, I don't know. It's something about it. Like, maybe I'm just too anxious to get to the episode. Like, what's going to happen? But it's something about the length of the song. It's literally a chorus. Uh, uh, some, some, some bars. And then another chorus. That's right. it. I'm trying it. I don't know. I'm trying. You know I'm what? If- but I just can't. I don't know. I don't know what to say. I just can't do it. I mean, y'all might need me to turn my mic off by now, but I'm just saying. Black Twitter, if you're listening, if you want to drag Ryan, <laughs> I'm okay with it. I authorize it. <laughs> she wilding. Hey, she wilding. Hey. I, had to, yes, I had to get it off my chest. I'm just uh, going to take it. You know, I ain't going to pull a boost. I'm just going to take it. I'm just going to own my... At November Bear, y'all. At November. I'm just going to have to let it happen. I don't put it out there. I'm going to have to let it happen. Uh, you know? I can't go out. I'm gonna have to do thug life right oh, now. I can't go out. You so are just, bold, you know. my friend. You're bold. Well, <laughs> <laughs> we're just gonna end on that note because I am, I am trying to let this sink in. Like you rapping so hard for Trey, but like you, don't, you don't like Joe's team. Oh, Ryan, you might have to. I'm about to unfriend you. Like I don't know how I feel right now. <laughs> Hello. She didn't went to the unfriend. I knew I had to turn my mic off, but I know you was. I didn't know you was going to unfriend though. I didn't know you was through my phone right now. You got real quiet. You got real quiet. So I figured you was doing something on the other side. Man, all right, y'all. Well, Ryan then ruined the end of this episode. So we will see you next week. Um, So be on the lookout for another podcast on the power it's gonna the power recap show i'm so like i can't even get my words out i'm so distraught right now and uh we'll see you guys next week also be tuning in we're gonna wrap up the handmaid's tale we got two episodes left 
Yes, we're going to get into it. To it. Sorry, to guys. It. been a lot going on. Um, but yeah, we'll definitely wrap up The Handmaid's Tale and look forward to more recaps of, po- of power. And hopefully by then, Ryan will have gotten this idea out of her head that the original theme song is not. Yeah, I'm going to listen to it like... I'm just gonna get back to you. Oh Lord, help her! All right, guys. Well, <laughs> thanks for for listening, and we will we'll see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye. The Black Girl Nerds podcast is produced by Jamie Broadnax. The opening theme song to our show is written and performed by Samus. Various instrumentals are performed by Samus, Sky Blue, and Shubzilla. You can find various episodes of the Black Girl Nerds podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Audioboom, Google Play Music, and Spotify.